Hey folks, welcome to another episode of Dab and Dribbling with Alex and Bry. And obviously, before we get started, we gotta talk about business. Make sure you are following us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Dab and Dribbling, and you're subscribing to us wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it be Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Um, this is a really short and sweet episode because really we talk a lot about basketball let's be real Mm -hmm. Uh, but before we talked about basketball we did a lot of talking about voting making sure you're doing that tomorrow yeah we gotta we kept it short so we could go to bed so we can wake up early to hit those polls hit them november 6th is upon us yes and midterm elections are happening so wherever you are we're encouraging you to go out and vote tomorrow. Absolutely. And then we dive into basketball like we normally do. Um, and we talked about the, the story of the week, the Cinderella story of the week, which mm-hmm. is D. Rose and his 50-point yeah. game. And then subsequently, Clay Thompson and his 52-point game. One up. And uh, some other things that are happening in the league as far as coaches being fired, people being traded to other uh, teams. And... Some news about Jimmy Butler of like what's going on. Yeah, you know? people so, want to know. Yeah, and then our dope people I really liked. Me too. I enjoyed what we shared. Yeah, I'm like surprised how much I enjoyed your dope person. I I'm been I'm saying, actually shooketh. Been saying by it. <laughs> this is news. To this you. is news. Absolutely. Right. Well, make sure you check us out. It is a good one, short and sweet, um, just the way. Uh, some of y'all like it, so we're gonna get right into it and uh, let's get on with the show. Great. What up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Dabbling Dribbling with Alex and Bry. Hey. Wow, we did that well this time. Last week was much more of a struggle for us. I was still jet lagged. You're still jet lagged, yes. This is episode number 59. Super exciting. Mm-hmm. Before we dive in, how have you been, buddy? It's been I've, a week. I've been well. Okay. No highs, no lows. Just doing, doing just life. Just doing, doing your thing. I, I cranked out some work, um, classic cafe style this weekend on Saturday. You know, where you go to a coffee shop yeah. and you set up camp like you live there. Yeah. I did that at two different coffee shops. Nice. For what seemed like not that long. Yeah. I was just in my zone focused. And you know, we have a list of like, I feel like I got a million things to do and I have nothing on my cal- calendar today. So right. I'm just going to do all of these things, things and just rip off the band-aid. It was 11 hours later. Wow. For 11 hours. See, I could never do that. Because I'm not? a dog. Oh yeah, because you have to walk something that depends on you for yeah, its urination a, and yeah. uh, defecation. Or, or like yesterday when he decided to throw up eight times. Oh, right. You told me about mm-hmm. the the experience. Yes. Projectile vomit. How was that for you? Um, yeah, definitely lost three pounds in the, in the process. He did or you I did? I did. Uh, stress of not eating because I, I have no appetite when someone I love your is in pain. Your fur child. No, when someone I love is in pain or like anything like that. Yeah, but in this case, your fur child. In this child, yeah. In this case, my fur child. Okay. Like, well, when, like when my friend passed away, I like didn't, like I only ate because I was like, oh, I should eat something right it was a it was like a you should probably have this so you don't faint and die you're parenting yourself yeah. in that situation but not because you wanted to well how is he now he's i think he looks okay yeah he looks fine and you're eating i am eating okay well, um that's... sorry someone just texted me <sighs> faces don't translate to podcasting <laughs> you are so silly <laughs> Boys are funny, guys. Um, Happy but, uh, cast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So, I mean, my week otherwise has been good, though, outside of Wrigley throwing up, which, okay. is, so, which is never fun. Yeah, well, the guy is good now, and I'm glad we're back to norms. Yeah. Let's uh, let's do this episode. We, <laughs> this is going to be, I think, our shortest episode yet. Ever. <laughs> ever. We're keeping it real simp. Because. A simple message. Uh, the message is, uh, vote, please. Just Please, go just do out it. there and do it. Just don't be a prick. Just do it. Right. Just be cool. Like, there's other things going on, like, celebrity-wise. I hear Demi Lovato's coming out of um, rehab, which is really great. Uh, found out that Mac Miller's death was an accidental overdose, which obviously makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Were people thinking it was... I'm sorry. This is the first time hearing about this. People thought it may not have been 
accidental? No, I think think everyone knew it was accidental, but it, like, that it was an overdose, but it's, like, confirmed. Okay. Well, that's good enough to know for peace of mind, I guess, but still. Yeah. Um... But yeah, other than that, I mean, there isn't, I mean, voting, I think is super important. I think if you go to, I think it's like Mm vote.org. Sorry, Beyonce, Beyonce sent me an email and she's like, hey, you should vote. So if Beyonce is telling you, you should vote, you should probably do that. She sends those from her personal account. Yeah. From, it was from Beyonce.com. That's her personal account. What is her, is it info at Beyonce.com? I think it's just Beyonce.com. Well, the email address, what's the actual email address? Hmm, Let's find out. Is it info or is it like hey hey girl at like Beyonce. Beyonce.com? <laughs> it's like hey girl. <laughs> hey girl. Hey girl ninety two <laughs> at Beyonce.com. Let's see what it says. Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong. In case anybody wants to email her. Well yeah, I got things from all sorts of organizations. It's team at Beyonce.com. Team. That makes me think it's not her. First of all, don't take this away from me. I I have a sneaking suspicion it's not directly from her. If it was a DM, that would be different. But she just said, let your voice be heard. Your vote counts. How they spell B? B-E. Heard. Like B-E. B How, and E. I get it. That's get fine. it? Yeah. Um, your votes counts Tuesday, November 6th, and vote.org, which I highly, highly recommend that people should go to because then you could actually yeah. see like your what your ballot would look like, like what who are the people running for things mm-hmm. what are the referendums or like things or issues that your area and county is like for sure for you know taking care of and looking and really at the end of the day just vote informed and don't be dumb yeah it's really like that simple. even if you're in line and you think you know what i really don't know what's on the ballot today take out your phone while you're in Google line it. go into vote.org or any other platform where that information is stored and just see which candidates and issues are on the table yeah it really like if you have time to go on Instagram, and which I know everybody does, uh, to look at all of the video like videos mm-hmm. and pictures and things. You have a second to do this as well. It doesn't take that long. For some people listening out there right now, and I know I've been one of those people, so I completely identify with this. You might be asking yourself, "Wasn't the election two years ago? What are people talking about right, right. now?" Yeah. So for that, what? How would you? enlighten folks around what's happening tomorrow um I at the think, time we're recording this november 5th right and it'll be up to tonight i would say that tomorrow's election or the election that's happening this week it's the fan sorry my head swiveled around <laughs> it's just the fan like, okay got it's it. just the fan that ticking um, noise yeah that ticking noise is just our fan if just keeping the that, air cool okay it's just, it'll be fine all right fine um no, so I think in popular media, in popular culture, the election that matters is the big presidential election. And that's the election that happens every four years. That's where you have the conventions and the and the campaign rallies and all these different things that happened mm-hmm. typically like a year, a year, year and a half before the actual, it starts a year and a year and a half before the actual um time of the election Mm -hmm. but every two years which i think is probably the more important conversations that happen where there are more local like localized elections so and by local it's like state elections and city elections where you're potentially electing a mayor a governor senators congressmen Mm -hmm. or congress people um and so these are the people that make our actively huh Roads better. Roads better? I'm just giving an example of something. I want my yeah, roads, the, yeah, want my you roads want, fixed. You want your roads fixed. You want um, you want certain aspects of your school, you know... Education, education curriculum. To be, yeah, to be figured lunches, out. Whatever it may be. Can you get those milks These that used things, to be really good? Like Again, this is all like local-specific mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And so... Um, you want more speed bumps in your uh, area? Because people are <laughs> driving too fast? That's really not a federal thing. Yeah. That's your local. Yeah. 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 So these are the people that make like huge laws, right? So not just in your local government, like your mayor, but your governor, your senator. These are people who are in Congress, in in the Senate, mm-hmm. doing things like voting on whether or not a predator is going to be a Supreme Court justice. Or, yeah, like maternity or, 
leave and rights of women. Right. So these are people that are, so like when you're not paying attention to your midterm elections, it's the middle of the four year term. That's mm-hmm. when it usually mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you're really doing a disservice to yourself and to your country and to your community. You play yourself. You play yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. And so You it's, look like an idiot. Yeah. So it's important to be doing... And then there are... I do believe that there are other elections that happen like locally if you have like local town and village elections that may happen mm-hmm. um, outside of the midterm, but it doesn't normally. It's like this is like the time that you yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, but it's important because... I think everyone's like saying that, oh, you know, this is the most important election that we've ever had. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Every election is important. And yeah. we need people to come out and voice their opinions and and rock, you know, hook, you know, quote unquote, rock the vote. Hashtag. Yeah. Because, copyright. Yeah. Because it's I just remember growing up when my parents finally became citizens. The first thing they did was register to vote and make sure they took me and my sisters to the local spot that we had our polling place mm-hmm. to vote. And granted, Exercise. I didn't do anything yeah. other than like be by them. You got or, infected by the uh, Democratic bug. Yeah. Or maybe there's that, but it's also like, I remember my mom and dad, they often early vote. They never vote mm-hmm. because of like work or whatever. Um, but even even today, my sister went to go early vote because tomorrow she can't because of mm-hmm. the things that's going on at work for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad was bugging her like hey you have like i know you have a thing for work on tuesday so like do it now hurry up and do it and she's like okay fine dad i'll do it it's not like she wasn't gonna vote but she lines were long and, and that's important our line should always be out the window and around the block tenfold right on every election the election day should be a national holiday and that mandatory for everybody to vote we, personally we, we, i don't know a mandatory but it should not be just one day no it shouldn't can i get a three-day window or, or even just like why aren't we not doing this through our phones if we are getting seriously if, at we, this are, point, if we can get the american idol on our phone why can't we why can't this? we have an app in the app Ugh. And like, ver- like it can have like a, a, a two-step verification that you are who you say you a are. Multi-factor authentication, like yes. exists on my like, Google accounts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not that difficult. I can't even get into Facebook without a multi-factor yeah. authentication. Absolutely. How come? In in New York State, I just learned this recently, but you knew this for a while. Yes. I don't even have to show ID to go to vote at my polls. Yeah. No, you don't have to do any of that. So why? Yeah. I you mean, know, there were states like Wyoming or wherever the state, Georgia, I don't want to be wrong, where Florida. they where they took away, um, I don't want to be wrong about that. Let me look that up. But something about Native American tribes and being able to vote, unless you have a street address, there are some states where you have to have a actual street address. You not a, got to be kidding me. Not, yeah, not like a P.O. box, which is what a lot of people on like Native American reservations, yeah, reservations have. have. Yeah. And they're like, no, that's not going to work this year. Anyway, that's stupid. How, if we all have phones, not all, but if a lot of people have phones, right? And you don't need a PO box, you don't need an address. You could be a houseless person, someone who lives on the streets, but mm-hmm. is still a citizen, right? You have a right to vote. Yeah. Go ahead, use your phone. More people who don't have homes have phones. Yeah. Use that. This should be easy, folks. Should be. What's the IP address of my phone? That's my authentication. I, honestly, it's not that complicated. Come on. But I mean, and it's and it's wild because there are so many voter suppression things that are happening, whether it be um, voter ID specific kind of thing. Everyone has to show some sort of form of legal ID mm-hmm. to vote. Uh, there's suppression of if you are ever a convicted felon, you can't vote, and if you do vote, you go to jail, and then that then you just come that's, continue to be continue rude. continue back to be in the system. That's so um, unfair. Which is very already terrible. Um, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, which is like why like a lot of people don't think that oh I got out of jail I can vote now it's like actually you can't you're not a citizen yeah and that's just i mean there's it's heartbreaking and oftentimes these voter suppression things are usually done to marginalized communities usually Mm -hmm. black communities uh latinx you know communities Mm -hmm. um so it's super sad um but there's you know what's cool is that there are there is a lot of campaigning i think i see it more now than ever because i'm seeing it on gram i'm seeing it on twitter on facebook you know we have people like oprah and jesse williams and that white girl, that white com- comic, what's her name? Oh, oh, Amy um, Schumer. Mm. Um, like going. I thought in- you were talking about Wolf. Wolf. Elizabeth Wolf. Huh? Who's that? 
She does the. She's a stand-up comedian, and she was on the Daily Show. Oh, the redhead. Yeah. Um, oh gosh, what is her first name? Can you look up her first yeah, name? Yeah, I'll find it. Um, but they're going and stumping for you know Stacey Abrams in jo- in Georgia, making sure that people are voting. And Michelle. Michelle, yeah, Michelle Wolf. Yeah, yes. she's very very funny. Um, and there's people out there that are like Beyonce sent an email to clearly her fans, being like, make sure you go out and vote tomorrow. Um, Barack Obama's tweeting about it, and Michelle and everybody else. So. People are out there, I think, speaking about it more because the, there's more platforms to talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. Instagram has a whole sticker that is available for you to put when you vote that you can put on your story. Uh, so you can be featured on their I Voted story. Um, so that's great because the polls are showing that some of these races are super, super close. And, and we know that polls don't mean anything because, really, 2006 poll sh- told us 2016. that... 2016. Oh yeah, two thousand. Oh god, yeah. Twenty sixteen polls said that uh, we would have had a lady president, but we didn't. Oh yeah, no. Something <laughs> I just read online said, "Oh man, polls show that Democrats are in a prime position to secure most of the seats." It's like, I why are you showing me this? I yeah, don't care. No, because <laughs> like care. sometimes polls are meant to like deter people from not yeah. voting. So like, please polls. go out and vote. That's super important. Yeah, polls lie votes don't lie yeah actually sometimes votes lie hashtag florida hashtag 22,000 hashtag hanging chad <laughs> oh god hanging chad oh uh, if you don't know what that enough is to remember please google it worth it pre-2001 9-11 it was, it was an experience <sighs> yeah i mean i thought it was fun yeah anything else you want to d- dabble on i mean i really yeah. the only thing i could think about i just want to acknowledge that uh my home state of missouri mm-hmm. has a ballot initiative in place mm-hmm. on its upcoming uh, election tomorrow about legalized marijuana. Okay. And All right, St. Louis. so does Utah and so does North Dakota and so does Michigan. And when I look at this list of states that have legalized medical yeah. marijuana uh-huh. and legalized medical recreational marijuana, do you know that this list has grown Ridiculous. Not quite exponentially, but I'll show you the graph right here, which is from uh, the Washington Post. The Washington Post uh, put this out here. And as you can see, from 1996, where California was the only state for legalized medical marijuana, that thing has grown into... 2012, you remember when Colorado and Washington passed yep, it? Yeah, we I were remember. all like, we, it was a big deal. Right. Because and there was only, like actual businesses being formed mm-hmm. in those states for marijuana. I have friends who worked in Colorado as like a marijuana reviewer. So every week in the paper, they wrote about a new marijuana soda or a marijuana vape or like a marijuana. So they, like their job brownies. was to just get high? Yeah. <laughs> they would just like, oh, this is good or this is not good. Weird question asking for a friend. Mm-hmm. How do you mm-hmm. get that job? Oh, I, it's an extensive uh, <laughs> review process. I believe it. And you have to at least work at a yoga studio for one <laughs> or two years out of your life. Um, it works. So there was that. And you have to be white. Well, white. Yes, very, very white. As you would say. And so I'm looking at this list of states that had medical marijuana at the time. And then Colorado and Washington were the first ones to come in like, hey, yo, we well, might just illegal. do this for fun. Right. And then after that, you know who joined that? Of all people, I did not know this. Um, that's Alaska. Alaska, mm-hmm. Oregon, mm-hmm. and Washington, D.C., District of, of Columbia. Of course they Isn't would. that some BS? That is some BS. When it's federally not allowed. <laughs> but the federal... The town. The, the town where it's, <laughs> it's not like, even a state. It's like, it's like 50 states and us. And, and, and us, by the um, way. And then you have, in 2016, you also added California, Nevada, Maine, mm-hmm. and Massachusetts to that list. And now Vermont... And California. Yeah, I said all those. And then all the other states. It has grown to more than 30. The number's 30. Do you yeah. know how many U.S. states there are? 50, 50 plus Washington, D.C. <laughs> and 30 of them have a marijuana provision on their books to allow people to use it. What I'm saying is. Where the hell is New York and all this? Then we'll get. I don't know why it's taking us so long. It's the upstate. It's the upstate. It's I know, but they're be. the ones that are probably smoking just as much. Aren't we most of the... 
I mean. Elitist. All right. I digress. What I'm saying is if 30 states out of 50 are permitting the, and I'm neither this side or the other pro or against marijuana. Right. I'm just putting it out there as a topic of legal unjust. Mm-hmm. If this many states are doing it, why do we have so many people in jail for this? All of those states should have, at the at the very least, all the states who have legalized marijuana, not even the medical marijuana stuff, mm-hmm. the ones who have legalized marijuana, how many is it, 15 states now? Of legalized... Marijuana. You, for um, medical use? Recreational use. No, no, no. It's like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Those 10 states, mm-hmm. every single person, every person of color that, and plus every single person who is in jail, in prison, yeah. for marijuana needs to be released. Who are typically disproportionately people of color is yes, what yes. you're saying. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, Vermont, D.C., Massachusetts, Colorado, Maine, Nevada, Ar- uh, Alaska, Oregon, Washington, California. Let your people go. Let them go. You can't be capitalizing be like on this. the green when you got people <laughs> behind bars. That's so ridiculous. But anyway, we'll be hard pressed before we ever see Texas on this list. They're <laughs> not anywhere on here. And then in terms of southern states, because that's where it's most conservative. Yeah. The only people I see are Louis for legalized medical. Uh, medical. Yeah. You got Louisiana, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Florida. And New York is on here, by the way, for that. Um, and then you got Michigan. That's pretty much it. And so just those. You're still waiting on your Tennessees and your, uh, your I didn't say Georgia. Yeah, you're waiting on Georgia, Texas, those big ones. Mm-hmm. Florida is so far south, it's almost northern. Yeah. So they're on here. But. Yep, Come makes on. sense. Kentucky, let's, let's go. Let's do this. We don't got time. South of the Mason-Dixon line, we got to catch up. Come on. Um, I love it. So, again, I think we're ending off the, our very, very short tablin section saying make sure that if you have the privilege to be a citizen in this country and to have the ability to vote, please do so and do so informed. There's so many resources that are bipartisan out there on the internet. Vote.org is one of them. Um, Please, please go and check that out so that you can see what your ballot looks like, what the issues are, and make an informed choice. Don't don't let someone else choose for you what the Mm. fate of your community is going to look like. And I'll go as far as to say this, just to tack on to that. I am registered. I used to be an independent. Yeah. Never registered as one. I just self-identified. Right. In the 2000s, the early 2000s. But the Bush administration made it so difficult for me to claim that. Right. I would always just say to people, hey, it doesn't matter to me what party you're for. (laughs) Show me the issues you care about. Who are you on this platform? And I'm going to vote for the best candidate so far as my needs. Right. I, I would say no, that's what I do as a registered Democrat. I, as a registered Democrat myself, I just got away from the independent thing because the Republicans look so shitty <laughs> for the longest time and still to this day. And cowardly. Look really like punk asses mm-hmm. in most regards. But the Democrats also have their faults. Right. And you can see that in how some of the polls have played out. So, um, yeah, when I go into the polls, even as a Democrat... I want to consider a Republican candidate, knowing my biases and my leanings, would I give this person a fair shake? Would they do better than my Democratic uh, counterpart that they're mm-hmm. up against? I have to give that real credence. And our independents, our libertarians, there's some there's some things within libertarian culture that I can identify with. And I can, I can get that. Yeah, I'm, I get I'm, it too. It, ideology-wise, we got to be broader than a two-system party because it's just like, a, it shouldn't be voting for something as complex as the leadership of your neighborhood, your state, your country should not be as simple as going to a mom and pop restaurant that only makes two dishes. Mm-hmm. Like you go someplace. Yeah. If I go to a restaurant that only makes two things, that's kind of hard for somebody who's a vegan. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't typically bode well for me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like some more options. And so Absolutely. if I got candidates on the ballot who go beyond Democrat and Republican, I'm into great. it. Great. Tell me more. Yep. But yeah, vote informed. That's all that we could ask for. Anything else you want to talk about? No, let's talk about sports. Because sports. Okay, let's do this. Balls. <laughs> Thank you.
All right, all right, all right. Time to talk about some sports, specifically basketball. Mm-hmm. What's on the docket for basketball? I mean, let's start off with the main story of the week. Okay. Uh, debatably, I think everybody was talking about Derrick Rose. You look emotional. Derrick Rose. Do you remember him? Do I? I'm. Oh, okay. I'm fine. I'm not, I'm not sad. Oh, okay, anyway. He had a 50 point game. Damn. Yeah. I was. Okay, so I didn't get to watch the game live because I think it was on. Um, League pa- I think it was like I think it was like League Pass or whatever. Yeah. So of course I couldn't watch it, but of course I was watching all the highlights and of, and I saw the video of him just in tears after the fifty points and like getting interviewed for you know just oh, doing yeah. such an amazing job. Jeez. And I remember watching it and just tearing up myself because I don't I don't think people realize like everyone has I think if you're a, a fan of basketball you have a special love for D Rose. Like I think there's a special place mm. in your heart for heart for D. You might not like love love him, mm. but you don't hate him. You just know his story and just know that it's just sad. His story is like one of the sadder stories in NBA history, right? The fall from grace. The, yeah. From this, the elite athlete MVP that he was. Right. To a player who's now third string yeah. on the bench. Yeah. yeah. And uh just injury after injury and just you know it's just a guy who is clear like there this summer there was this uh picture that a person took with him they took a selfie with him and they posted like they were so excited to see d rose but d rose was like oh man i ain't nothing like that like you know i'm not a big deal as you think like he literally was just Mm -hmm. like you think i'm better than i am like he himself was like doubting his Mm -hmm. greatness Mm -hmm. um because he knows he's not as good as he used to be right um but uh it was one of those things like watching that as someone who is from Chicago, seeing your Chicago boy that you who got your, you know, was an MVP for your for your team um, and for the league and also like almost got you to the finals, almost got you to the finals, um, but just couldn't get it there all the way. It's just it was just so lovely to see. And I think I watched that so many times <laughs> um, because it was just. It was just so. Um, he it's it is a sign of perseverance, and just hard work and resilience through all of these things. Mm-hmm. And He's, I'm just I'm just really proud of him, and I'm hoping it's like a turn for him to find that confidence in himself. You can see those tears were not just tears of like, right. wow, I did it, but like, I can't believe I did it. Yeah, you know, there was a lot of like kind of shock in him, and I'm sure he feels some sense of imposter syndrome, which is the sense of like. I don't belong here. Like I'm not as good as I used to be mm. or as good as I should be, you know? Right. So I, uh, was very impressed and I loved his post game when he was on in being interviewed and uh-huh. the entire interview was going on through the whole arena. Uh-huh. So all the fans could hear it and they stayed after the game to listen. And so what does this mean to you, Derek? He said, I work my ass off, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's the truth. I work my ass off. Yeah. Man. Everybody laughed and clapped. It's, it's great like for him to and he said this is the most that i've talked to my teammates ever in my career he's not a very vocal guy no he isn't and so for he's him, always been introvert introverted yeah he talks more for these young guys than he ever has because he has to be a different role model for sure. them so for him to step in there and drop 50 was a very special moment yeah to, to, oh man we got to see we got to see Derek. We got to see the old D Rose. Yeah, man. I mean his handles were awesome. He was mm-hmm. dry. I was just like, ooh, some no look pass. And I, there was moments where I was just like, oh my god, please don't break. Like, yeah, cause oh you're just, sure. The the Chicago Bulls fan in me just is mm-hmm. so yeah. like scared about that. But his, I mean, like his whole career, his shoes that he has on now mm-hmm. are not the same quality of shoes that he's had before. Yeah. Adidas is still charging the same amount of money. Right, they're lowering the tech. I don't know what that's about, Adidas, <laughs> but. He's still got a lifetime contract, not a lifetime, but a 10-year contract. Yeah. And so they still have to keep making shoes for him as long as he's in the league. But this guy's making two-point-something mil, he's making third like- string on the bench, yeah. and they're still making signature shoes for this guy. I mean, yeah. like, he, there's a depression. People won't understand it because you, a lot of us don't know what it is to be rich yeah. and wealthy. And we think if you have that much money, you got no problems. The psychological stress oh, of yeah. being Derrick Rose and having this huge contract yeah. with a company while you yourself in your basketball career which you love you pour your sweat and blood and tears into 
is not going a way that anybody thought it should go. Yeah. No one is oblivious to the fact that your career took a nosedive. Right. For him to have a night of 50. Yeah. It's beautiful. It, it does more for the soul than you can ever know. And it's amazing that so many great players recognize that too. Mm-hmm. LeBron, Jimmy Butler, all of them were like, if I know anything, mm-hmm. this man, like, we know he works hard, you know? Yeah. Um, and so... That's cool. Yeah, I'm just glad he got it. Um, of course, everyone compared his 50-point game to the next day's 52-point game, done none other by Clay Thompson. Was it 52? It was 52. Oh, wow. Um, that makes sense. And That what, makes sense. What people were saying is that, like, I think Clay did, like, a total of, like, 32 dribbles or some sort of, like, double-digit dribbles, and, like, right. D-Rose was at, like, in the triple-digit dribbles yeah uh, or like you he's know. a point guard yeah i know i'm like clay has steph curry on his team yeah he doesn't need to do anything like that right steph passed him the ball and he shoots yeah that's what they do clay he hit 14 three-pointers for a total of 52 points and uh he set the new nba record yeah and what was cool i mean very timely and he did okay he did it against the bulls right not necessarily did, hard to do. Derek did his against the Jazz, which is a tough team. It's a tough defensive yeah, team. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, the Bulls matchup is... Uh, it's like, okay, fine. He did get a little bit of a cut, and he started becoming headband clay. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought that was just like, I was like, what the heck happened? I thought it was just like, he looks so gross. And I'm like, oh, wait. He's he, he, he's yeah. He... Yeah, he has a cut, and and I mean like he looks, I'm like he looks so like corny, like to me. I was like, okay. yeah, he did that thing where he put the headband over the ears. Yeah, it was weird. It was like, what are you? Yeah, the early two thousands. <laughs> All right, well, but he did it for the bleeding that was happening. Sure, in his forehead. He, but he just kept shooting. He just kept shooting, and he had been saying two more, two more uh, at one point, and uh, Coach Kerr was like, why, like. Are you about to beat the record? And then, and Steph is like, yeah. He's like, your record. Yeah. So that's where we're at, folks. That the Golden sure. State Warriors have two shooters, assassins when it comes to point making. Beyond the three point, and the three point, I'm saying both of them were doing these threes, not like at the line or like a little bit behind the line. We're talking many, many spaces away from that line. He's gross, guys. This is disgusting. This is why we should not invent the four-point line. Oh Jesus! Do not reward them for that. Would the four-point line be like past the half half court? No, it would just be about three feet behind the three-point line. What does that mean? Three measure three feet behind the three-point line and make that the four-point line. So you were gonna do another arc. Mm-hmm. But then wouldn't that hit the half-court point? No, no, no. you still got some distance. You think? Mm-hmm. So then would half-court be the five-point line? Well, I thought about that. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Okay. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if we... But the question, it begs the question. Like, right. if you got high-scoring games and people like high-scoring games... Right. And you're speeding up the the play because right. of the new rules that they put in place. Right. And people like half-court shots. Right. Maybe you should get rewarded more points for shooting from half court. Or, and then or team, beyond that, 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 yeah. those times where you're like just tossing the ball and pray that it hits. That a team who's down by 10 with a minute left to go might resort to mastering the five point shot. And wouldn't the fans love that? Watching the ball arc up. And I'm just saying. I the, mean, of course. The three point line wasn't even a thing until they made it a thing. True. The four point line people ask about because they look at Clay and Steph. I don't know. But all I know is, damn, that boy can shoot. Sure can. And what I thought was also cool was that Steph was helping him yeah. get there, too, which I was like, th- that's a selflessness that has been subscribed to. No, it's because Steph is right now leading the league in points scored, and he can shoot lights out. He has set a new record for most threes among a five-game stretch. Yeah, I know. And so it's he's disgusting. saying, yeah, if that's happening, then I think what I'll do is break your record in a future game this season. Jeez, I'm gonna go for 15. Why not? That's 45 points. Throw on some free throws. Get yourself a nice 50 point game yourself. Jeez, Louise. And I think there was another meme out there about like Clay and Steph, like how much, how many points they have just between them. Yep. Per, and it was just like 
dumb. It's like, why yeah. have other players on your team? Why have the three other players That's on your team? Just them. And <laughs> you haven't even included Kevin Durant in that conversation. Draymond Green is in the top three in assists yeah. at this point in the in the uh, season. Well, it's easy to have assists like that when you have someone keep on scoring. You, you hearing me? <laughs> like, it's not hard. Jeez. It's like a guarantee. Ugh. And then you put that aside and you say, okay, DeMarcus Cousins is coming in to this. To do what? Exactly. To do what? <sighs> Stand there? He's a big presence in the middle and he doesn't even have to do much yeah just put your hands up that's but, like all you have to do you know the team said this week steph uh, steve kerr was being interviewed and they he said we all know what it is demarcus is only here on a one-year contract we're not going to resign him after this year he knows that there's not enough money there's no cap oh, for it okay because demarcus I was like, signed what? for two million dollars right he's no, like he signed, the league minimum yeah the league minimum. and so after this he's looking for a team that knows he's healthy who will pay him big bucks and it can't be the warriors because they don't have money for his contract right. so they know it's for him to build his reputation heal himself while getting a championship ring so once so still a punk ass move oh yeah absolutely uh, uh a worm yeah yeah. Snake well, worm is good. Yeah. This is worm is okay. Snake, snake is snake is still Katie. Yeah, he's still the He's snake. still the snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely <laughs> in the doghouse with me for the rest of his career. Unless he leaves and goes to a team like the New York Knicks or and the beats, Nets and, and beats, actually beats the Warriors. Take a shitty team and actually do something with it. Oh, do something what LeBron did? Oh, like go to the Cavaliers and like build a team from there around you? Some you know. people would agree with you. You wouldn't? No, I do. Okay, I'm I was, one of those I was people. Say, I'm, I'm like, I'm one I'm of like, those people. Alice, are we going to question our Some, friendship right I, now? I was, I was going to say uh, Cleveland, but I would also say the Lakers. Even he did that with them. He's trying to do that with the Lakers, also. Yeah, but, and they're not looking great right now. But no, there, there are yeah. some changes afoot. Well, let's talk about that then. Okay, they're bringing in Tyson Chandler. Yeah, how do you feel about that? I feel fine knowing that Javale McGee is your only presence in the middle. You ain't got nothing on the bench right. after him. Bringing in Tyson Chandler is a veteran move. He averages like nine rebounds and six points last year. He's not what he was, yeah. but that's okay. You need him to be a veteran presence in the locker room who knows how to defend in the paint. Yeah, there and he's a great defender. Yeah. I enjoyed him. Wasn't Tyson, he was at the Knicks? Mm-hmm. Sons. Sons. Was he with the Bulls for a little bit? Oh, he for started like, with the Bulls. Yeah, he started with the Bulls. Oh, my God, that was he so was long ago. He was with Dallas. Oh, God, I forgot about Dallas. Mm-hmm. He's been on a lot of teams. So he knows, I mean, what he's he doing. A, so. He won a gold medal with LeBron in the Olympics. Oh, my gosh. I forgot that he, he was, was a part of that team. Him and Kobe. And uh, it was a second rendition of the the, um, the Dream Team. I don't Yeah, I wouldn't call it the Dream Team. Dreamish team. They were good. They were daydreamers, maybe. But, yeah, Tyson coming back into the Lakers would be good. Meanwhile, Magic Johnson had a contentious meeting with some of his constituents. Yes. And Luke Walton was in the room. And he... Was rather impatient with Luke. Say more. People said that Magic insinuated that Luke's job could be in jeopardy if Luke did not turn the ship around. The Lakers at the time were two and five, I believe. Yeah. And he's like, uh, we said be patient, but not this patient. So, I mean, you need to do something. I think I sent you a video on Instagram of LeBron being frustrated with Luke Walton. Uh, and I was like, oh, who's the coach again? Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, Luke tough. Walton is a young coach. I mean, he's been trained by one of the greats, Steve, Steve Kerr. Kerr. He's been coached under Phil Jackson, too. Oh, God, yeah. His dad is Bill Walton. Yeah. He's no dummy. No, he's not mm-hmm. dumb. No. Nope. He's a coach. And he was, you know, he was a decent player. He wasn't anything, mm-hmm. he wasn't like yeah. anything crazy. But, um, yeah, I mean... I was Everyone the, has said they like Luke Walton as a coach. Yeah. Magic, mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith, everybody said yeah, that. Yeah, even when when um, Steve Kerr was uh, out of commission for a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, he stepped in and yeah. did did just fine. But again, how much work do you need to do it, yeah. when you have, you know, and some, as people, some people may say like, oh, like Steve Kerr isn't anything without the Steph and the Clay and the Draymond and whatever. And sure, but I think I think he has proven himself to be a smart, a good coach. There are some coaches who are good 
with X's and O's. Mm-hmm. And there's some coaches who are even better with dealing with personalities yeah. and relationships. You give a good team to Steve Kerr, he knows how to manage egos. Yeah. And expectations. Especially with that kind of mm-hmm. team. Draymond. With, with a Draymond. Yeah. He's, Steve with, a, with Clay who doesn't talk. Holds his ground. <laughs> no, well, Clay's... Clay's starting to have a personality. It's funny. Clay's got a personality. I think He's, Clay's is my favorite personality. <laughs> you mean just... A lump on a log? No, Clay has boy. No. Clay has opinions. No, I know. I'm just. I'm just. I, I think he's it. coming to his. I think he's starting to his, feel. You know his. You know what it now. is. You know what it is. Is for me, Steph is silly, and I enjoy that. Yeah. Um, it's a different kind of star when yeah. you're silly like that. You're goofy. Um, KD is thin-skinned, <laughs> and I haven't seen. You mean with his like troll Twitter handles? Yeah, I've never seen. Uh, Katie do anything funny I've no. never I don't think Katie's a funny guy no, I think he, he's he takes everything way too seriously he's sensitive yeah um, and he's that's, a sensi he's a sensi um, Draymond is just an ass and I enjoy and that but he knows it yeah yeah I enjoy the trolling yeah. I enjoy one day that mouth is gonna catch up with him and he's gonna either his career is gonna slow down and or someone's gonna deck him in the jaw I don't know how it's gonna go. And he's go. gonna deck him right back. We'll see. <laughs> we'll thing. see. I don't know what his what his hands are like, but um, but then Clay is that dude who is so secure in himself he cannot be bothered with oh, any he gives, nonsense. He gives zero crap about anything. <laughs> he's just kind of like, eh, okay, cool. Like, he's like, whatever. And if you call, he is so nonchalant, and then you call him on something or you agitate him, he's quick to clap back. Yeah. He's like, I don't have to exercise this jaw, but I will if I need to. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love Clay. He's a fun time. He has a sense of humor, as you saw when he was in the bathtub with gold shoes. I think that's when I was just like, whoa, Clay has a personality? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that in a minute. Yeah, I love it. But he's, um, but but uh, Steve Kerr can stand in the middle of a locker room like that with guys and say, here's how we're going to steer this. And the guys don't have egos. No one on that team has an ego because they buy into Steve in the same way that great coaches command respect. Like like a Popovich. Like a Popovich. Like a Jackson. Like a Jackson. Um, yeah, and even there are some coaches now, like a Brad Stevens, who has his team uh, yeah. together. You know? Yeah, Brad Stevens is another one that I can... I think he is working his way up to being one of those it's, greats. It's competency. I still, think, I still think that he should have been coach of the year last year. Who got it last year? Uh, what's his face from Toronto? Oh yeah, Casey. Case- Dwayne Casey. Yeah, Dwayne Casey. Um, mm. Choices. Yeah, I don't know. Both both good coaches. I think Brad Stevens mm-hmm. was better. Yeah, they're good. Um, what else is happening? So, um, LeBron's old team, the Lakers. Ooh. Oh yeah. By the way, we should end that story with saying the latest news is Magic Johnson said Luke Walton. Uh, is not going to be fired. And I like to put in brackets at the end of that, today. <laughs> it's not, not it's today. Not today. For but now. it's a long season. Not going to be fired for now. Right. And then um, on his old team, the Cavaliers, they are not doing great. Nope. They are 1-9. That is bad. That's, a, that's the worst record they've had. Yee. That's actually, let me double check. Is it that they were about to be 1-9? It is officially one and eight. Sorry, one and eight. Still bad. Yeah, it's not great. So they're at the bottom of the East. They're actually the bottom of, no, Phoenix and Dallas. Who's the worst team in the league? Oh, Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland is the worst team in the Where's league. Where's the Bulls at right now? The Bulls are right above Cleveland with a 200 win percentage. Yes! We were the worst last year, so it's nice to not only be second yeah, to last. Cleveland has an 11% win percentage. That's not great. If nope, you do the math. nope, not great. So, yeah, that's um, that's the worst. So, um, Ty Lu, because of how bad it is, he got fired. Ty Lu got fired, mm. former coach or assistant coach of the Cavaliers during LeBron's time. Um, and the veteran players are upset. super not okay with it. They're really upset about it. Well... How do you feel about that move? I think they needed someone to blame. So they blamed him. I don't know who he is as a coach. Like, truly. Right. Right. Because we saw LeBron for the past years. Four. Four years. Right. Was it? Yeah, it's four years. Do his thing. And, And, of course, always had respect for 
the coach and Mm -hmm. even when Ty was fired he posted something on Instagram of like the respect that he has for Ty Lue and um I just like I just don't know who he is as a coach without a star player like like LeBron but you have Kevin Love you have feelings jr smith no don't even he wants to be traded and god willing if you can get him traded try well there is that but it's also like he shouldn't have said what he said he's gonna get fined for that yeah that he wanted to get traded yeah yeah there's a closet Um, nba players should not be vocalizing if they want to get traded right because you lower the team's ability to trade you yeah it's like how am i gonna do um JR has been the topic of con- first of all, Tyloo, I agree, don't know who he is as a coach. I don't know. His yeah. record is one in sixteen without LeBron. Yeah. On the floor. So that's like not great. But it's also like part of it is his coaching, part of it is your players, right? But it's the whole it's like how much of it is coaching, how much of it is your players? And how much of it is you being able to manage your players and their egos and their talents to make the thing that you want well part of it also is not just what he wants i would never i think you know i'm on record as loving lebron to no end i think he's an amazing person and a player and he's built a school for kids god willing he's a great actor and all that yeah man of the people philanthropist all that i don't know if i would ever hire him as a gm who lebron Uh uh-huh because Kyrie left the team knowing, hey, I want to get traded because I have a sneaking suspicion that when you're LeBron, your contract is up in a year. You're gone. You're leaving, and I'm stuck with a team of veteran shooters that I didn't ask for Mm. with no handles, minimal defense, not a lot of rebounding. And you're off doing whatever you want, and I got. I'm stuck with this. Right. So Kyrie leaves, and LeBron's with these guys. He struggled last year. LeBron. That was tough. Kicking, screaming, dragging. I mean, we know the meme of him just pointing at the <laughs> the clock to Jr. and being like, "What are you doing, dude?" And that was the when the pin dropped to say, "Okay, this is it. Yeah. Like this is the the road because he brought LeBron brought in." I won't say him. Kobe Altman, the Cavaliers, they brought in these vets. Yeah. And LeBron okayed that. He signed off on the Channing Fries and the J.R. Smiths and the Shumperts and the Corvers. Right. These sorts of shooters he wanted around him and defense. And it wasn't what he needed. Yeah. They got Dwayne Wade in there. Yeah. They got Derrick Rose in there. Yeah. They got everything that you were supposed to get in there. I forgot Derrick Rose was in there. Right. Jeez. To JR's point, because he's the focal of the conversation right now, tell me if you're a prospective team right now, you need something for your roster. Right. Can I sell you on a guy who, when a Hall of Fame shooting guard and Dwayne Wade comes to the team, you pout and go sit on the bench and then say, I'm sulking and I really want to be in the starting lineup, even though I only score six points a game and Dwayne scores 12. Right. I mean, and then you kind of pout your way back into the starting lineup. You are the guy who threw soup on an assistant coach. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about that. You are, Sir. It's, you are Sir. the guy who got the Supreme logo tattooed and big ass letters across your calf. Knowing you're going to get fined. Knowing you will get fined for this. You are the guy who thought you were up on game Jeez one. Louise Christ. And didn't know you had a timeout. It wasn't game one. It was game one of the finals. I thought it was game two. It was game one. Oh, God. He set everything up. Oh, come on, JR. Yep. And so, can I sell you on this? shooter with no handles who has like okay defense around the perimeter hey i got this guy can you give me some players back for this person you're not gonna go for that nope he's very sensitive he's a nice guy he's very sensitive he's extremely sensitive but he's like this this is not and if someone said it if lebron needs jr smith in la he'll get jr smith in la but if lebron has no interest in playing with jr smith which I wouldn't have why? a lot of interest. Why would you? 
I have a lot of feelings. Like, could you imagine if you were the guy with that snapshot also, of... Huh? I do want to say feelings is good to have. And I'm like, I don't want to minimize... Let me be clear. Like, I, I want to, like, I want black men to feel what they want that. to feel. I think that it's also... I want you to also feel productively. Thank you. I appreciate I you I want to just that. say that because I don't want us to be like, he has too many We feelings. should be emotionally intelligent. Right. I, 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 I want you to feel. Want to feel. I think it's important to feel. I think it's to be in tune and be vulnerable with those things. But uh, only watch out when those feelings lead you to throw hot soup on people. <laughs> or... Yeah, it doesn't seem like you're being productive with or, your feelings. Or to be... When when a Hall of Fame career in Dwayne Wade comes to your team, be cool. You do, and you, they send you to the bench. Be cool. I need you to not sit there with this pout look on your face, like you deserve to be there. Uh, excuse me, sir. Sir, Hi, Dwayne can drive. Dwayne, Dwayne can. Okay, sorry. Swish is a better shooter than Dwayne. Right. But Dwayne's overall game is a Hall of Fame career yeah. and one that is better to have on the floor. He has he has probably better <clears throat> basketball IQ than than mm. than J.R. Smith. Definitely. Does. And by probably I mean absolutely he does. For sure. And <laughs> also but uh, to to defend J.R. just a little bit to have LeBron on the floor with D Rose and Dwayne Wade at the same time. Yeah. Is not doesn't make sense. Well, no, it doesn't make sense because they're slashers. Right. And LeBron needs to be surrounded by shooters. However, J.R. Smith is a streaky shooter. Mm. Not a Kyle Korver. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, just just know where you stand in the packing order and be cool. I agree. Junior Smith. I agree. Um, what else? Anything else popping off on this thing? Oh, Jimmy Butler. Um, I think that's the only other thing. So you're I think a pro Jimmy Butler, right? Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of him. Yeah. Um, I saw his. So I mean, there's still been. A, he's still with the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. Um, before the season, the actual season started, there was a lot of conversation about him wanting to get traded and conversations happening that he may be traded to Miami or to. The Lakers or like literally mm-hmm. pick a team. Mm-hmm. There was rumors about it. Um, he did a really awesome um, interview with Rachel Nichols where he was just really blunt about like, look, this is how I feel, you know? Um, and he's been sitting out. Has he been sitting out? Or I thought he played yeah. the last season. That he, he sat out two of the last three games. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I'm pro Jimmy Butler in that. I think he's frustrated with his team. Um, I think people think that there's issues between him and Wiggins. Um, and Cat. Carl Anthony Car- Towns. Oh, yeah, Carl Anthony Towns. And there was a recent social media post where it didn't seem like that they did because it came from Jimmy. Like, it's all for the headlines, essentially. Like, like, he's cool with all of them. I just think he's frustrated with he likes them, but I think he, they don't have the work ethic that he does. He has a very, like, Mamba mentality of oh, for wanting sure. to win. And, um, I don't know, I mean, he's kind of being like a, a baby about it. Like and, a diva. Like a diva about it. But I also, I'm all about, you know, if a white man was being a baby about why they didn't get what they wanted in, the, in their job, we'd be like, they're, they're advocating for themselves. They're, mm-hmm. you know, they're being... Yeah, assertive. Yeah, you know, and the, when you look at that's essentially what Jimmy's doing. He's mm-hmm. like, I want what's best for me. I know what I bring to the table. Right. If you're not going to do this, I'm gonna sit. Or if an organization were to say like, this player's not performing to the standards we need them to, and yeah. like being critical of that. Yeah. yeah, Jimmy is like calling his shot. Yeah, it's like I'm out here to play and win. Yeah, what's everybody else doing? Right. What's your yeah? So I don't. I'm not gonna say it's like the best. You know mode of doing so but hey that's that's who he is so i'm not gonna knock him for it mm-hmm. so but yeah anything right. else on the i mean just a week of basketball and it's been yeah. it's been a good week i'm glad james harden is back because the houston needed it <laughs> so they're they're on the up again the up and up we'll see we'll see how, how looking, long it lasts looking good yeah we'll see how long it lasts all right how about we talk about some dope people let's do it all right all right all right folks it's time to talk about our dope person of the week 
Alex, it's your turn. You're the first one to go up. Who's your dope person? Definitely Clay Thompson. Oh my God. My mixed brother. <laughs> I cannot We're going to talk you. about Clay. One Clayton. That's not actually his first name. Clayton Thompson. About what's, his, what's his? Clay. It's just Clay. It's so Clay. you just made up Clayton. Clay with a K. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Continue. Um, Clay Kardashian is a three-time. He hasn't dated any of the Kardashians. I know, but okay, just making sure when you say K K. Got it, got it, got it, got it. It's like Chloe. She's a C, right? No, they're all K's. They're all K's. Yeah, they're all K's. So I'm just putting them in the family. Mm -hmm. Accomplishments: uh, three-time NBA champion. 2000 if you haven't heard okay 2015 2017 2018 there was okay. a road bump there called lebron james for okay. 2016 uh-huh with the with the cleveland cavaliers god willing <laughs> four-time nba all-star 2015 to 2018 love it two-time all nba third team 2015 2016 third team third team yeah you think about i mean he's yeah, not yeah you know nba three-point Contest champion 2016, NBA All-Rookie Team, First Team 2012. Um, all of that's great. And there's some other stuff you can read about his accolades. But I'm going to tell you some of the things you maybe don't know about the very interesting, very fascinating Clay oh, Thompson. God. All right, tell me. This Enlighten is a, me. This is according to uh, uh, San Francisco Gate online. Okay. SFGate.com. So, um, Clay once appeared in an interview about danger, the dangers of scaffolding. Okay. On the street. Wait, he was, I remember this. He was interviewed by Fox 5 here in New York City oh about a collapse. Oh my God, this is like collapse. after one of their games in, 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 the, in the... Yeah. Yeah. There was a collapse scaffolding and they interviewed someone on the street. They said, uh, Thompson, it was Clay Thompson, NBA basketball player. And, uh, he said... <laughs> I usually observe if the piping and stuff is new. Sometimes, you know, if something looks like it's been there a while, I try to kind of avoid that. <laughs> very wise. You're, you're very so wise. smart, Clay. So Clay, smart. You got to think about these things. Uh, that's that Washington State education. Again. <laughs> um, another thing about Clay, did you know he loves chess? No, but I could see that. He consults with his uh, Norwegian grandmother very often about chess moves and he plays on his phone and with friends and he's got chess sets that he takes on the road with him he's playing chess all the time like a dork nerd what a dork but actually people who play chess is really hot it depends like it's like it's like a hot thing to me for bob like you had a thing for bobby fisher when you were a kid no i just i don't understand i just like i think it's like you're you're smart and like that's hot i feel like you like the athletes who like chess no Okay. Even even the scrawny uh, chess club, Bobby Fischer types, that, that does I'm it just for trying, you? I'm just thinking about like a guy that Steve I dated Urkel. that um, really liked chess, and I was like super intrigued by that. And he was just like, he was Did a good looking guy. He wasn't like, okay, okay, there it is. That's what I'm trying to say. No, no I mean, yeah. like, you have like, okay, whatever. Yeah, all right. Chess is cool. I don't know how to play it. Someone want to teach me? It's, it's a supplemental <laughs> hey, quality. Hey, Clay, do you want to teach me? Okay, there you go. We'll I don't play even think Thompson. you're that cute, but I'll just... We'll slide into the DMs. <laughs> Let them know that uh, you'd like to... Um... I was going to do something, but it was a checkers reference. So now I'm like... What, what was it? What, what was stupid... It was... Um, oh. She'd like to king you. That is a... Oh no! You that, you got to get is, on top of the yeah. No, that's that's definitely yeah. So never mind. Um. So either way, that was a fail. But um, he loves chess. And then the other thing is he loves is robes. He collects robes, like bathrobes. Yeah, bathrobes, okay. comfortable robes, things I with have a robe. belts around it's not them. Not necessarily very comfortable. He collects them because he likes them. They're comfortable. Here's what you're gonna find about Clay. He's real cash. Yeah. Okay. So. In addition to robes, uh, he has a house that is called the, uh, Draymond calls it the the trap house. Oh my God. Because why? he has a really nice house in Oakland Hills uh-huh. where there are at any given time at least three random people living there. Friends, acquaintances, whatever. People would just hang at his house and he's very messy. Oh my God. Th- this was driving me nuts. He is so casual. I, nope. He doesn't. You're in his house. Fine. No one cleaned up. Fine. You make so much money. <laughs> Hire someone to clean your house. He ain't about that. Shoot, Clay, I would do it myself. Clay Kardashian does what he wants. <laughs> um, and then you have 
When Clay's having a bad game, his brother texts him a picture of his dog. Of Clay's dog? Clay's dog. Because his bulldog Rocco is very important to him. Okay, now I have a special place in my heart for Clay. That's why I was laughing earlier. You're like, what are you laughing? I was like, because she's about to melt. And I just know it. So then, (laughs) let me then tell you this: his contract he has with Anta Mm -hmm. Footwear in China, yeah, makes his shoes and gives him a lot of latitude on that. So they let him personalize his shoes in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And one of those things is he's got images of his own character on the tongue, but then on the other shoe, he's got a caricature image of Rocco, his dog. Stop. Yeah, you might as well just go cry yourself to sleep tonight. Clay, my body's ready for you. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm not that easy. Clay has a tramp stamp of his dog Rocco on his... What? No, I'm just kidding. That I made up. That part I made up. (laughs) That's... I literally was like, that's... That's too far. (laughs) That is... That's not real. Um, And then also... Uh, we did that. Oh, his dream job after he retires, somewhere around 40 or whatever, and when he's got millions of dollars, he either wants to be a high school athletic director or a coach. Like in high school? Yeah. He wants to coach a high school team or oh, be an athletic director. I love that. He said he wants to, he's done so much and learned a lot and he'd like to give back. That's, okay, you're making me like Clay. I know, right? <laughs> Not that I didn't like Clay, but like... <laughs> Because I always make fun of how he doesn't have a personality, but he does. He and he does. has a dog named Rocco that's cute. He likes that his China Clay videos went viral. <laughs> of course he did. Even though he didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> he didn't know that him sitting in a bathtub full of his no. shoes was going to go viral. And him missing that dunk on this turnaround 360. <laughs> yes, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> like all of that went viral. He was like, cool, I got more fans. And then finally, he has... Two other brothers, uh, Michael and Trace, mm-hmm. and in their house growing up, they're all athletes. You got pictures of him playing football, basketball, all this stuff, baseball. Um, they broke a lot of windows in their house. Believe it. So it was a constant thing of repairing windows in the Thompson home. Did his dad play professional ball? And I was going to say his dad was a professional basketball player, Michael Thompson, played in the NBA back in the day. And mm-hmm. he was no slouch. His dad could play too. Wow. And that's Clay Thompson. Thanks, Clay. And Rocco. Rocco. I mean, I think Rocco is our dope person of the week. Come on now. He, he had a lot of appearances. So, yeah. Who do you got? Um, so, who I have is none other than Miss Kayla Morris. Who's that? Kayla Morris is a 49ers cheerleader and, and is part of the 49 cheerleader squad, uh, also known as the Gold Rush. That's what their cheerleaders are called. Um, when she's not cheerleading, I believe she's a sales and support generalist for some company. Um, and recently, um, her family confirmed that she was the first cheerleader in NFL history to take a knee during the national anthem. Get it, girl. You better get it. Um, first of all, this girl is gorgeous. Not that that has to do anything to, that has anything to do with what she's doing confirmed um <laughs> thank you I'm, i feel like i'm pretty objective mm-hmm. um but she hasn't posted anything about why she did it or like she hasn't publicly said anything mm-hmm. the national anthem came on during thursday's thursday night football mm-hmm. which is a big night for football the 49ers were playing some team <laughs> i wasn't paying attention as you can tell football. um and during the anthem she took a knee and there was pictures of it and people were like whoa this this is huge because the 49ers is the team that Colin Kaepernick was a part of when he was taking a knee and subsequently got fired and blacklisted for. Um, and she took a knee and hasn't really said anything, which is, I think, even more dope that she's just kind of like, I'm taking a knee during the National Anthem. I'm a 49ers gold rush cheerleader. You you connect the dots. Mm. Um, and there are people all over social media that are giving her all the props and saying, like, it's... I don't think people realize how brave it is for a woman to do that in a very masculine sport. Um, and, okay, boys, you don't need to bark. Come on. Um, and I just think it's super dope that this uh, this young woman uh, did that, especially knowing that there could be... that, uh, Especially knowing that she could lose her job. Are cheerleaders paid? Probably not. I don't think they are. But they are? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, our, our friend is confirming. The cheerleaders are paid. But she apparently has another job too. I'm sure they're not paid a lot, 
but they're yeah, paid. Yeah, it's a supplemental income for Probably. sure. And it's a fun thing to do. Yeah, if you're like dancing, cheering, mm-hmm. cheering, things like that. So, Kayla, my girl, you are a queen in my eyes. Thank you for taking the knee. And um, that's cool. I appreciate, like, for me, any form of protest, protest can look at lots of different ways. You can mm-hmm. protest by voting for the people that you want in, in office. You can t- you can protest by marching, by taking a knee, by uh, volunteering, doing the things that you can to make sure that people understand why you are taking a knee, why you are doing the things that you're doing for, pol- you know, for equality, for police brutality, for not for police, but the anti-police brutality. You know what I meant? Yeah. You know, those things. Well, so shoot. Miss Morris, you are the bomb. I like it. And she's from Antioch, uh, California. So we don't know a lot about her because it's like literally happened. A yeah, I told of days you all ago. this stuff about Clay. Yeah, I, mean, I literally I like looked and there like all we know who's is her dog. Who she got a dog? I've, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. All we know is her family was like, she, yeah, that's her. She played chess, checkers. I'm sure she does. Spades. I'm sh- I'm sure. It's a good game. It's a good game. I take back uh, my feelings on uh, cheerleaders in the NFL. I really didn't think we need them. I don't understand why we have cheerleaders, but now. If they're yeah. gonna if they're okay. gonna do with that, I'm, if, I'm if down. You, if we're all gonna take a knee, then um, um, let's do it. Yeah, let's all do it. I just don't. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So those are dope people. Good dope person, buddy. Thanks. Likewise. That was that was a noble finish. It was. Well, right. this is our episode. Uh, make sure you're following us on all of the all the medias that are social: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Foursquare. We are Foursquare doesn't even exist anymore, dude beam i don't even know what that is sir um anyway make sure make sure you check us out uh subscribe rate all those wonderful things until next time be dope and we'll catch you later see ya